0: You're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Lap is AAA membership from Romans chapter 16, verses 1 to 16. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, EC family. Praise the Lord. Good morning, church. Morning. I trust you all are doing okay. I think a few, uh, a few of our folks that maybe haven't checked the email for the new link. So, I I saw uh, just maybe about thirty people uh, online. So I hope they uh, can watch and enjoy later. Uh, This morning, we continue with the series of the Book of Romans, and we come. Uh, almost the end of the letters of chapter 16 right now. So this morning we're going to look in the first 16 verses of uh, Roman chapter uh, 16. And uh, it's just uh, the ancient kind of, uh, you know, uh, format of the letters... Uh, sometimes greetings and usually greeting in the beginning of the the letters, and then also some kind of personal greeting uh, at the ends of the letter as well, and some you know kind of benediction and blessing at the end. And so uh, this chapter, sometimes we read and we think that oh, all the names there, you know, are not relevant to us. Uh, because it's kind of a personal greeting. Is a is a, a real people uh, at that time in real location with you know with, with the context. It is like today that if I mention some of your name without church and the people who receive my letters probably kind of get the idea, but really uh, don't know exactly that you know or what what kind of person or who are the person uh, uh, it's in the letter, but. Uh, Sometimes we read and we see some connection, and then uh, the Apostle Paul uh, laid out, and some of them, the name, very uh, personal as well. And so the purpose that we're going to read this text, even though it's a personal uh, letter of the Apostle Paul to the church in Rome with some personal name, uh, we want to take out some principle and the uh, the application for us this morning. So let me uh, read... Uh, The text for us this morning, uh, Romans chapter 16. I commend you, our sister Phoebe, a servant of the Lord of the church in Centria, that you may welcome her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saint, and help her in whatever she may need from you. For she has been a patron of many and of myself. Greet Prisca and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who raised their neck for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but all of the church of the Gentiles give thanks as well. Verse 5 Greet also the church in their house. So we can see that at that time they meet from home to home. It is it is uh, normal to have so-called house church or home church because in a in a small group. So it's not like, you know, nothing like we're going see have a, you know, mega big church, like even the building. is from home to home. It's community to community. That's why, uh, the, you know, sometimes they have different small group. It's just the nature of the church in the Bible. It, it, it's, um, you know, it's a, a small group of a small group connect together. And like today, we're going to have a small group. Like today, we're going to have, you know, a, 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 a gathering on Sunday, which is a larger group. And so, greet also the church in their home. Greet my beloved Apinatus, who ha- who was the first convert to Christ in Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked hard for you. Greet Andronicus, and junior, my kinsman and my fellow prisoner, All right? Paul was in prison, so this this person share, uh, you know, a prison ministry with him, perhaps. And they are well known to the apostle, and they were in Christ before me. These people that know Christ before the apostle Paul, right? And we know that in Act chapter nine, the apostle Paul. Uh, met jesus and 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 encounter him right so these people you know uh way beyond uh you know uh, like you know, they became believer beyond even paul and so uh he continued they were in christ before me greet and and flee at us my beloved in the lord which abanas our fellow worker in christ and my beloved's uh, stay case greet Apelles, who is a proof in Christ. Greet those who belong to the family of Aristobulus. Greet my kinsman, Herodian. Greet those in the Lord who belong to the family of Narcissus. Not, not Narcissus, okay? <laughs> it's Narcissus. Almost I want to, write, to read Narcissistic. You say, who's this? Narcissus. Greet those workers in the Lord. Uh, tri and triphosa. uh, greet the beloved uh, uh, Persis who has worked hard in the Lord, greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, also his mother, who has been a mother to me as well, uh, so Paul almost have the older ladies of someone mom and and this lady probably very hospitable. And, and just welcome Paul as almost like her son. And greet a uh, F- uh, Phlegon, Hermes. Not, not, not the brand of the bags, okay? Uh, Patrobas, Hermas, and the brothers who are with them. Greet Phalogus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Verse 16. Greet one another with a holy kiss all the churches of christ greet you obviously today we cannot do the holy kiss anymore uh, especially with the pandemic eh, with a mask or we can give a hug right if it depends on those who are comfortable because they're in the same in a way they're not uh, uh, they're not quite you know, 100% monoculture, because this is also where they can see a big uh, divide or tension as you, we walk through the book of R- R- Romans. We see that, of course, there will be tension between the Gentile and the Jews. They, they, they're they quite different. They eat different. They think different. They uh, uh, obviously don't follow certain Jewish tradition. That's why the tension. But that's why the purpose of the letter is to bring obedience of faith to every nation, every ethnic group, and so uh, this is even today applicable, and it's timeless truth for us. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Uh, you can use now as even as a matter of fact, it's just you know give a hug and really have kind of a you know a kind of a a, a, a very uh, a intimate relationship. And uh, all the church greet you. Okay, so. Now, uh, from this passage, I just uh, draw out three A for us. Now, some of you li- uh, been to America, or live in America. You know there will be a triple A AAA membership. I think AA stands for American Automobile Association. Uh, if I live in America, I, I will buy a membership. It's kind of helpful because if you travel, um, you know, even within your state or interstate, and they, you know, they have. A service like you know a, a, a tow truck and then you have accident you call them they immediately fix you and they even have some guidance local and there's so many things and and I think most uh, most of uh, American friend I know somehow uh, they will have A membership with AAA and right. so uh, the the 3A I want to share with you is nothing I'm not a am not a sale reps for the AAA I'm not going to uh, ask you to buy any insurance, right, or membership. Uh, but the A today, thinking about, you know, because the end of the letter, they talk about the church, You kind of a membership. We are a member of one another. This is strictly for the people of God, the church of God, the local church. And the beauty of it, even in this pandemic, we are online, and people think, we can, oh, maybe we are kind of a global church. We can worship one week this church and that church and that church online that that's never been uh, you know the idea of the bible maybe today that some people do that right but it's still a local church we, we we go online but a local church we know each other we know by name we call by name we greet by name and and it is sad if you walk in the church you don't know someone and you cannot greet even by their names so sometimes i felt bad if the, that person come to church in person Maybe it's two three weeks. I can't remember their name. And, and I, 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 you know, I, I felt bad because it, it's about relationship. And perhaps because they don't stay you know, l- long enough for fellowship to get to know the name. And even this day that people meet online, all I see is the camera. Right? I just try to picture of, of some of you are watching. Out there. I know your name. I know your personality. I, I have relationship with you. And that is is the beauty of the body of Christ. So the three A I want to uh, share with you: A number one, attitude, attitude, servanthood. Well, from the letters, the way that the apostle addressed each person, there is um, a commonality that these people know each other. They serve together. They fellow worker uh, in the Lord. They are servant. They 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 host uh, you know gathering in their home, and this is a wonderful personal relationship. But the attitude, if you read the letter, you feel like all oh, these people you know have the, the attitude of a servanthood. And I tell you, I'm, I'm proud of our, our, our church and proud of our team because every single, every single of you who come to church and still stay with us, I feel that you, get, you got a servanthood heart, you know, because, because a lot of, I mean, even I got friends from overseas visit church from time to time before the pandemic. And I just, they're just amazed. They're just amazed at how how after the service, people stay back and connect and talk, and sometimes they get lost as well, because they see the the, um, the tremendous amount of connection, and it's very, uh, you know, trendy, we call organic, because it just happened, it's, there's no need a program for that. It's just allowing it's just a lot of time people to connect, so... In all the relationship that you and I experience, maybe good relationship, bad relationship, broken relationship, it is sometimes I think the the one of the key that either someone gets offended or hurt in the relationship because they don't think or view themselves as a servant. They more view themselves across because it's sinful nature. We view ourselves as the boss of our life. We we have our ego. We have our, you know, entitlement. I I, I don't deserve that. When a servant talks about in the Bible, it, it literally the word slave. But because of the history of, of slave, you know, uh, of, of trading and slave, you know, this is uh, that people try to avoid to use the word slave. But the literal word, the literal uh, original word slave, meaning that you, you, you just you belong to the master and the master, oh, yes, we are servant of the Lord. And if we can understand that one simple attitude, we we will not end up having a lot of, you know, big fight argument because at the end of the day, you know, he, Jesus Christ, is our Lord and master and we are servant. You know, for example, those who are married in, you know, uh, between husband and wife, if the husband and the wife, think themselves, each of them, not highly than they ought to, but as a servant, then whatever there is tension, there is fight, it's, it's unavoidable. It's inevitable in marriage. But if of them, is just step back, who am I? I'm a servant of the Lord. I serve the Lord through my marriage. If a husband, I serve the Lord by serving my wife and my children. Uh, if she need help, I will help. And at the same time, if the wife thinks that I'm a servant of the Lord, uh, if my husband needs this, I will help him. If he he um if he uh you know uh wants to rest, I let him rest. If he if he wants some quiet time, let him quiet time and 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 they work together as a servant of Christ. So we are with the ha- attitude of a servanthood, we can minimize a lot of, say, unnecessary fight in marriage. For those who are single, some of us maybe fought over just some trivial things because we feel, in especially in Asia, we lose face. Faith, uh, faith, we lose faith and we don't, you know, uh, we cannot reconcile. And if each of us today really think that we are servant of the Lord, you will begin to see your outlook, your, your, uh, your way of, of, of dealing or talking with people, even difficult people, is, will be changing and transformed. You might not be able to change the other person, but you yourself being transformed to be Christ-like. It is, being a servant is not our job to change someone else, right? especially whether husband or wife, they want to change each other. Or even as parents, we want to change our children. Yes, we train them, we coach them, we teach them, we we correct them, but it is up to the Lord that really changed them. Of course, that's why we need to teach the word of the Lord to them. We need to coach them in the way of godliness and Christ-likeness. But it is not our job to impose and put them in a box or replicate us, our life, or even an ideal that we think that we miss in our childhood and now we just put on them. Now we, instead of impose our will, we expose them to God's will. It is a scary thing. It is, um, is very uh, fluid because you can't control, All right? So with fear and trembling, those who apparently who have ignite teen, uh, they are teen. They, the world tells you a teen is difficult, or they have uh, even the term terrible too because the two is toddler. It's supposed to be wonderful two, wonderful three, wonderful four, uh, you know, and wonderful teens. Because that if you think yourself as a servant, you will serve the master of the Lord. Lord, if you entrusted me with this treasure, you know, my family, my my friend, my loved one, I will, you know, invest and serve in them. For those who are single, the same. You invest in one another the relationship, right? Uh, for those who um uh you know, maybe single mom, single dad out there. Um, you know, you can't undo the past. But what you can do right now is thinking yourself, I'm, with the right attitude, I am a servant of the Lord. Then things begin to change because servant has no entitlement. This coming year, 2022, whether we'll be continuing with a pandemic or no pandemic, it is not for us to control but it is for us to submit ourselves as Christ's servant. Amen? Amen. Are you still with me? Think about this. I got, a, I got a, someone who told me that uh, this is how he got saved. Brand new, unbeliever, maybe he heard here and there about Christianity, Walk into the church. And then the pastor on that Sunday preached uh, Galatians chapter three, and the first verse, "You foolish Galatian." And if you think about soft approach, you think about you know more like sicker, sensitive, I mean, like no no one in the right mind to preach like "You foolish Galatian, or you foolish church member," right?" Even I even, myself, even if I, I preach this one, probably my voice very soft, you." Foolish Galatian, uh, I mean, I, I didn't mean it, uh, you know, don't scold me, don't, you know, but you think about the tone of the, whatever tone you want to put, it, it's clearly that Apostle Paul even tried to the church in Galatia with a bit of, you know, a, a bit of, of, of want to, you, you need to get this, you need to wake up, right? Uh, because he got really upset about with law and grace and people tried to be justified by the law doing Jewish things and, you know, being shy away from accepting grace and the Gentile and Jewish issue again. I mean, almost the majority of the issue in the New Testament letter are somewhat related to that. But think about that. If you hear that word, you fully church member, and the first the reaction like, who are you to say that, pastor? Who are you, Apostle Paul, to say that? Are you not foolish? And he always, in the letter, said, I'm a cheap sinner. I'm, I'm, I'm really bad. I'm, I'm, I'm sin. I persecuted a Christian. But he got saved by God's grace and, and to his faith. And he's speaking for the goodness of God in the church so that they can wake up. It's never be his intention to have personal attack or even group attack. He just simply say what it actually was in that time in the church in Galatia. So if you walk in the church and you have heard this phrase from pastor or from friend, if you have a servant attitude, you will say, is this true, Lord? Am I foolish according to your word? Yes, Lord, I'm foolish. I need your wisdom. That is the attitude of servant. Are you still with me? That's the first A. So let's try to apply that in your life. If some friend told you something, you feel offended, ask for clarification. Uh, brother, sister, what do you mean by that? Uh, you mean this? Uh, can you tell me more? If I'm really foolish, can you point out and help me here? If I'm really, uh, you know, Ignorant, help me here. If, if I, I make a mistake, if I sin against you, please point it down here. And this is a servant attitude. We want to know what God's word for each and every one of us in our lives so that we humble ourselves and humility always can you know, correlate with obedience, with trust, with, with, with all the, the, the character shaping that God wants us. The, the although that God us call us friend in John 15, that relational aspect, the positional aspect, I mean, that opposition that even the apostle, I'm a servant of the Lord, right? It's not like today that you know you, you put your hands around Jesus, hey, buddy, you know, let's go for, you know, it's not that casual. You worship the King of Kings, you know, the Lord of Lords, relationally, He call us friend. We we, we we dare not to call him friend because he's the one who calls us friend, and John fifteen says because you know my father will then I call you friend, no longer servant It's that relational aspect, but the positional aspect is still like, Lord, yes, Lord, your master and your servant, not in a way of very fearful he's a scary God, but it with the intimate relationship but there is always. It is respect. It, it, it's respect. It's a beautiful relationship. Because He's not uh, an, an oppri- oppressive master. He will punish you for every mistake that you make. He, he, he's actually welcomed you, like the prodigal son and daughter. And, but He wants to train you, coach you, and using Scripture. And even that He speak to us today, you foolish Galatians, you foolish Vietnamese, you foolish whatever, uh, you know, you, you, you just fill in your name. What will be your response? Yes, Lord. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I repented. And that will change, slowly change, or eventually change the way that how we look at our life and the struggle and frustration we have sometimes with our bosses, with our friends, with our co-workers, with the upper peers, with the customer, with the difficult clients, and so on. You still with me? first a second a aptitude aptitude you know we've been talking about a lot of coldness throughout uh the Roman chapter in the first part last year right in 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 roman from Roman one to Roman eight there's a lot of coldness, cold doing together, and uh you know because the the as a member of the body of Christ. We are not alone, and, and, and we are not supposed to solo doing anything, right? We 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 uh, we meet together, we uh, greet one another, we love one another. In in Romans chapter one verse thirty-two, it's just reveal for us co-agree. So when we do something together, we say can consent or co-agree. Uh, we uh, we have conscience, meaning also conscience usually derived from a community. It is not like you walk into a lab, close the door, and then you know you push a button, and then you have your conscience. Your conscience being led and shaped by community. This is why he, you, with a community of thieves, you rob the bank, you rob, you steal other money. It's normal. You have no conscience of, of good and evil. It's okay. This is why coal, conscience mean core. You're kind of in inner voice together because usually, whether we like it or not, if we are in a community, we influence others, we receive influence. we, we call being co-shaped the way we think, the way we act, the way we feel. So if you are in the wrong community, ungodly, your conscience is ungodly. Because our conscience is like a piece of clay. It, 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 you, know, you can mold a soft clay, you can mold it, shape it. And then we have co stand, stand together uh, in, in Romans chapter 3 uh, uh, and then chapter 5. We have co set, meaning understand together. You know, all the co you can reveal that last year. Call, we co bury because we die with Christ in a way. We co live. We live together in Christ. We, we, we co rejoice. It's not fun to rejoice together. Now you sometimes you're alone in the shower. You want to dance. You want to jump. All of that. And today, uh, you know, you want to put on TikTok, and then you know the whole can co rejoice with you. Co air. You know, you you uh, you you in, uh, inherit together. If the possession of the father can kind be of given to all his children, we are not like hey yeah you, know, you you got less me I, I take more. You know we co and they'll co-air, co-inherit together. And then uh, we also have, uh, that's chapter 8, uh, and then we co-glorify. We one day that the Lord come back and take us with Him, we are co-glorified together. Now, some of us, we're going to leave this planet Earth or you know, uh, earlier than others, but one day we will co-glorify together. Is that wonderful? Now we co-groan and suffer together. In this life, we face struggle in different ways and different measure, different intensity, but in the way that we co-suffer together. So your problem is not your own problem. Your struggle is not your own struggle. But if we are in the body of Christ, we're in the membership of the body of, of the Christ, the church, in the way we suffer. If it's your left hand got hurt, Sure, it's just the left hand. The right hand still strong, but as the whole body, you, you you feel that this is the pain on the left hand. So the right hand will help to lift it up. So we have a core suffer in the body, the shoulder, and you know the back. It, it's all linked and joined together, and that's that's the beauty of the energy of the body of Christ. And then we co-help in chapter eight, verse twenty-six. And we co-work together. And, and so the end of chapter 16, the apostle lay out a lot of personal names because he see the need that to be specific. Like today, you know, uh, coming every year around Christmas, I want to specifically thanks to our ministry team with specific names. And I know many of you out there, even if you're not part of the team, I will mention your name because you are a great help and you're a know, generous giver to the Lord and then, you know, being faithful to the Lord. And and I can cannot address every single person, but I will address the church that you know that you are included. Amen? Amen? So aptitude, it is our ability... That we can co-work together, and that's the beauty of together. One another, pray for one another. Last week we talked about, you know, uh, uh, that that love one another, accept one another, and forgive one another. A lot of all one another throughout the New Testament, because uh, you understand that in the Old Testament, the the Jew, the Israelite, just just flock together, and everybody against them will be the enemy. Right? So when the New Testament comes that Jesus Christ died for the Jew and the Gentile, it is very hard to accept the enemy, those who kill our ancestor and those who, who, who even killed the Lord our God, uh, to be in the same church and each share the same meal and co-work together. You, you imagine that. Think about the person that, that you hate the most and then Jesus Christ said, love your enemy, bring him in. Bring him in and sit with him, co-work with him, die with him, you know, and eat with him, rejoice with him. It is very difficult, right? And this is exactly, sometimes the Jews felt that way. Oh, I mean, come on, Jesus, uh, we, we, uh, sometimes we can't do it. But he addressed all the personal names to make sure that the church understand the aptitude, of the body of Christ is by collaboration. Work together. You can apply that in your workplace. If you think your co-worker is make your life difficult, then try to start out with prayer, with with communication, with love. And 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 think about attitude, servant. If you're there, whether peers, upper peer or lower peer, if you are a servant, then the people will probably begin to change their attitude toward you when your attitude change, And it's just strange. Nobody wants to get around somebody who is bossy, arrogant. But everybody see attractive a person with a servant heart, with servanthood, low themselves down, humble themselves down, washing the feet of the disciple. I don't know. It depends on the culture of company. But it's going to be very striking and very uh, If you even say, okay, uh, on special occasion, uh, just an idea here, creativity idea for you. Maybe you want to say, okay, I want to wash, you know, your staff, your friend, your coworker, somebody' feet. It's just on your birthday occasion. I, ju- I just throw out idea. You don't have to do that. If it's not, if that not you, that's fine. But just, just about the world will be amazed, and even your community, your workplace will be amazed if they see, wow, this, this girl, this guy, this brother, this. You know this man, this woman. Wow, they got they got something. Servanthood, and they little didn't know, uh, uh, you know about you know who we believe and trust, and that's where you can tell about the master, Jesus, your master, Amen. Aptitude, the last A. Altitude. Altitude is. Think about this. What do you can expect the end of your life? Uh, even though non-believer, the academic secular world, they've done research. I think ha- Harvard has the one, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 a huge uh, sample database. They they follow people from uh, even, you know, a childhood up until their their late 60s, 70s, retire, And that's one common word the research done. Happiness, everybody seek happiness. Happiness is comprised of a happy relationship 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 if, if in retail you have location 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 uh, in the body of christ and then the life and and the bible tell us relationship 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 think about this some people are like wow you know that 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 you know that ministry is so powerful there's a heal many the sick and you know cast out demon wonderful What's the end of it? Relationship. Because somebody got obstruct by maybe even demon-possessed. You cast it out so that you don't feel that, yeah, the power in the person who cast out demon or the power, ooh, I received the power some facial one. No, it's a relationship. It again, it's back to the servanthood, back to the aptitude. It's a co-working together. It's even the Holy Spirit co work with us. He, he alone can do it by himself, but he used us, human agency, you know, So it's a collaboration. And the end, What the end game? Relationship. This life, from the moment that we was uh, get out of the mother womb, the Lord allowed us to introduce us into the world, the first thing first is relationship. This is why it's so heartbreaking when parents abandon their kids because the first thing they experience is broken relationship. And they, they will take their, their lifetime to figure out why it was broken in the first place. If you have interacted or met with someone who always in their life to ask one question, why my mother or my dad abandoned me? Why they left me in the hospital? Why they sent me to the orphanage? And that's sad. Until that's why they all the more they need God as their father, as their parents. And and, and I, I I met one or two and you know who who got you know they didn't know she or there was a girl that Juan and I helped you know uh, uh, maybe about 20 years ago that tried to help her to find a parents in, in 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 our south. We put advert. we send out, we contact local, and, and you know, we, we, we take uh, her to the villages and try to trace out. And, you know, almost come to the point that almost, almost close that uh, she can find, um, you know, the parents. But one detail that didn't uh, quite match. So, like, th- it's very mixed feeling of at the same time want to just, just, just accept it as, as uh, you know, my parents at the same time, it is because I want the quest for truth. Therefore, I cannot accept if it's not the right one. And so it's really mixed feeling and struggle. And I wish, even though that she is a Christian, but I, I, I can understand the, the cost the of psychology and emotional, emotion that you can't tell. Uh, but, you know, I wish that even some of us may experience some of degree or a friend of that, then you know it is all the more that we say, "Lord i I can't find my biological parents, but you are my ultimate father, and that is sufficient for you. I accept it, i I, I live with it, and, and and not because that that is a you know an emptiness in my life, but because you feel my life. And I wish that every one single Christian who, who ever been saved by Christ would call God, Abba, the Father. And He is the ultimate one who fills all the emptiness and the gap that we might have missed in our relationship, in the broken relationship with our parents, with our co-workers, uh, with our r- loved one, with relatives. The altitude is the... You think about me climb the mountain... All your work hard, for those who are mountain climber or trackers, uh, all you work hard, prepare, gear, training, uh, if the highest, you want oxygen tank, everything Climb Mount Everest, K2, whatever that is. You know, the end of it you want is to get to the summit, the, the, the highest point on Earth. Now what for? Well, for those who mountain climber, I think, maybe feel a degree of glory. Uh, look over the terrain, I'm on top of the world, right? That's where Jesus, I believe that we were tempted by the devil. Look at the top of the world that, you know, you want everything, all right, Just bow down and, you know, and worship me. I give you the world. And Jesus said, no, it is written that you alone only worship the Lord, our God. So think about that. So the, the altitude, the climax of all the preparation in life is for us. To really savor, experience, and enjoy the relationship Both on planet earth and somewhere in heaven The place of the living What we don't want is relationship in the place of the dead That's where hell is Relationship, relationship, relationship In my own endeavour Attempt as a pastor, as as a leader of the church, um, and every decision I I make, I always have to put in a check. Is it that relationship building up? It is relationship edifying. It is relationship nurturing. But I have to admit that sometimes some of my decision will maybe it it sh- break or. It shatters a relationship. But sometimes life is difficult because the the nature of decision-making is sometimes it hurts and it's breaking relationship. So that's back to square one again. As a human agency, I will have a certain mistake because I don't have everything. I don't have the, the perspective of God. That's why I need my mind and my heart to be in line with the Word. And when decision, you and I make a decision, whether you're in the office, at home, or any relationship, back to square one, attitude. Servanthood. So if I whatever I say, make decision, if you have the heart of servanthood, then you say, maybe Pastor made a mistake, it hurt me, but I'm, I'm a servant of the Lord. Let me journey, let me go together. I will talk to him some point, and then we can reconcile. And that's beautiful. That's why we need an uh, attitude. Number one, as servanthood. the attitude is that a we'll need to co-work together, regardless our differences, because Christ center, gospel center. You know, uh, early on of uh, end of chapter fifteen, they talk about the fullness of Christ, meaning the fullness of the gospel. The, the, the spreading out of the gospel is that put us together because we are in service together, that we are in servant. I mean, look at, at the reason that you have live stream here because of dedicated team of 10 people serving with joy, not, not as, as victim, as guilty, oh, nobody serve, I have to serve. No, with joy and gladness because we hope that the Word of God can edify you, build you up so that you can change your attitude as a servant of God, and that there where you can have aptitude, your ability, your aptitude, it, it's not because your personal strength, but as a strength of the body of Christ, that hands stick together, joint supply, lingament, that all work together, all the, 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 the muscle that, that tie up the body, the, as a core working, that your, the body of Christ is being strengthened. And at the end of the day, what is this, the al- altitude? Relationship, relationship, relationship. Relationship with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Relationship with one another, fellow Christ follower, brother and sister. Relationship with those who never be able to have a chance to hear God's words. Because otherwise, we will make the same mistake as the Jew. Just us, inward looking. We are okay, we are Christian we don't want stranger. we don't want people who never, you know, behave like Christian in our midst. Well, there will be, when they come in, there's some disruption. It's not that we say they do whatever they want. We coach them, we love them, we train them, we speak to them, we impart them, we serve them. And that's where our community strength will be. So the three A, attitude, servanthood. Second, attitude, collaboration. We work together. Never do solo. Even you in your struggle should not be struggle alone. You let the pastor, you let somebody you trust. I'm struggling. Can you pray with me? Can you journey with me? That's wonderful. That will be, you will experience the aptitude in Christ community. And then ultimately, the altitude. You want to be the climax. You want to be the top of the world. Top of the world. And the Bible said that we are the bottom of the world. Because you want to be the biggest in the kingdom, you are the smallest in the kingdom. Let's uh, serve back to number one, relationship, altitude, relationship, relationship. So whenever that you are making decision today in your office, in your workplace, in business decision, in, in life, in all the relationships you have back home here in the church with pastor, relationship, relationship, relationship. Amen. Let's just spend five minutes for our reflection. Just ask yourself as you reflect. Which A are you missing? Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.